this podcast is for conversation and educational purposes only. I am not a mental health clinician that's allowed to give you medical advice to go do some dumb shit. Yes, I said dumb shit. I do curse to express my individuality. So if that offends you, then please don't fucking listen. Now, y'all, enjoy the show. Are you tired of that bullshit? Tired of that bullshit. Toxic people in relationships. Toxic people in relationships. Dealing with the narcissist. Are you dealing with the narcissist? Push you down in every argument. Down in every argument. Are you fighting your depression? Are you fighting your depression? Trying to figure out the lesson. What's the lesson? Maybe you're looking for a snow. Where you at? Where you at? But the dang scene ain't looking great. Welcome to the Sexy Nurse Chronicles podcast. I am your host, Nurse Two Keys, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in to the third episode where we are going to talk about childhood narcissism. So guys, since the separation and then the divorce, I was going to give you my story about my dating life and how funny it was and how to self-heal, but then I realized that I kept on moving further back and further back and further back till I had to open up some childhood wounds in order to fully heal. And in order to fully heal and be whole, it sometimes is well, really all the time is necessary to go back to your childhood because your childhood shapes who you are as an adult. So if you can go back to your childhood, acknowledge your childhood for what it was and how it could shape you, like you have to be open minded and open to criticism and it's not going to really feel good, but it's necessary to bring you that holistic peace Amen. Amen. That you need. And so, of course, I went down a rabbit hole of YouTube videos about narcissistic upbringing and how it affects you as an adult. And it wasn't until I actually um, worked on this workbook. It's called the Self-Love Workbook. I'll make sure that I put it in the description that made me go back to my childhood Because, like I said, how you were raised leaks over into your adulthood. So I ran into this book called The Narcissistic Mother. It's a survival guide for daughters. Recognize borderline personality disorder. Recover from childhood emotional neglect. And overcome narcissistic abuse and heal your inner child. Now, I originally found this on Audible. But it was so good and she was talking so fast that I had to buy a copy. Actually, a couple of copies. Because at the end of the day, I did this so those people that have had narcissistic mothers or fathers or grew up in a a very traumatic childhood you understand where I'm coming through when I go through some of the things in this book and so it starts off of course a great intro like I said this is by Mia Warren by the way so Warren says she gives the characteristics of a narcissistic mother now last episode I gave you characteristics from a diagnose yourself psychiatric point of view but this is from somebody that's been through some shit okay so if you remember on the last episode i talked about 
uh, my mom trying to make me feel bad for not coming to Thanksgiving. And it's like, I want to spend Thanksgiving, a holiday with my family because I'm married. Well, I was. And I I don't want to. Let's do this the day before the day after. Or she wasn't trying to compromise. Oh, I was all this. Are you stuck up? Oh, you think because you're a nurse now. I've been a nurse for five years. Yes, I'm in nursing school again. And this was a time where I was in nursing school for my bachelor's degree. So going from an LPN to a BSN, you would think that parent would be more supportive, you know, especially what you're going through. But when they can just come and fuck up your day. And you have shit planned. That's a that's a problem. And it's the guilt that just weighs on you because you grow up, you know, with that. I have to make mom feel important. I have to make her feel this so she can love me. And it gets harder and harder to maintain that as an adult, because once you get older, you have kids. You know, a husband or a wife, you you want to give that time to them. You want to start your own traditions. And so these are the type of people that will try to make you feel bad. Oh, you this or are you that? So there's the second category, which is the invulnerable or the overt type, which they're referred to as the grandiose. So you remember last episode, I talked about how they got their chest pumped up. I think I'm the shit. I know I'm superior. And anybody under me. It's inferior unless you at the status of, you know, some popular actress or somebody they ain't going to never motherfucking know. But they compare their lives to people like that. And so that's that and arrogant. Mm, I'm the shit. I got money. I got hoes, you know, hoes in different area codes, you know, you know, women. Mm, mm, no throwing shade on the guys. I'm just saying. So that's the second type. Okay. So then, although there are two main categories and six types, the narcissistic parent can only fall into one of them. Vulnerable, covert, oh, hypersensitive and defensive, or the second type, uh, invulnerable, which are the ones that are grandiose, arrogant and bold. I'm the shit, you know. When you walk through the room, when they walk through the room, honey, everything is on them. And when it ain't, they think they, honey, everybody hating. Ain't nobody hating on you, bro. So going on to the first type of narcissism is the addict. Just like any person, the narcissist can become a drug addict or alcohol addict. No matter what the drug of choice is for the mother, she will also place it more of more importance on her child. And so I realized this in both forms. I'll give that respect and I just won't splurge her. But yeah, I realized that in both forms and also with men. Because you got to realize my mom was a, was a baby when she had me. She was 16. So I, I get it. You know, you didn't have a real childhood today or young adulthood. You went from like child to grown parent. And so I felt like I was placed, well, men were placed over us, me and my sister all the time. And so another factor the addict is, is she will do her best to hide the addiction. She won't do this because she's ashamed like many addicts, but because she don't want people to think negatively of her. Of course, because narcissists are all about perception and how people, how they look in front of people. And so, yes, they are worried about their 
persona more than the person they are behind closed doors. And then there leaves the second type of narcissism, which is the accomplishment-oriented narcissist. This type of mother will stop at nothing to make sure you're successful. You're successful. However, this isn't because she wants you to see in what you want to do. You have to succeed in what she want to do. You like... You'll support me if I want to become a doctor like you, but if I want to become an artist or whatever the case may be, you know, don't get me wrong. Every parent is entitled to their child's best interests, but it's if it's what they want you to do. So, like, I wanted to be a nurse. My mom was an accountant and a bookkeeper and a real estate agent. And so I didn't become that. And the moment I stopped doing what she wanted me to do, she blamed it on what I wanted to do. Oh, you're, you you think you're all that because you're a nurse now. I've been a nurse. I, LPN counts. I don't care what nobody say. And so, like, I've been a nurse. I'm just being a bigger nurse. My real goal is to be a nurse practitioner, really. It really wasn't the registered nurse because LPNs and RNs do the same thing. But it's like... If it's not what they want you to be, it's like you're not successful in whatever they want you to do. It's what you want to do, so they'll humiliate you. Have you ever been humiliated by a parent because of your journey that you chose? And because it's not their journey, oh, well, you should have did it. And when you fail, don't fail. And, not, you know, I don't say that anybody's a failure. Failure is just a step to success. But if you fail, God forbid, Oh, I told you, blah, blah, blah. So it's kind of like, mm, give me the third type of narcissism is the secretly mean. And that is my mama. She is so damn mean behind closed doors. But then when she sees people open in the public, she, hey, baby, like her whole tone change. Does your parents' tone change when they're in front of people? Like me and my mom got into a full-blown argument. This was actually the last argument that we had before I said, you know what, I, I just need to separate myself for my mental space because this is some bullshit. And I do not feel bad about it at all because my mental health is my mental health. And I work in a psych ward. So, therefore, if I end up over there, who won't have my back? Okay. So, no, to keep my sanity. But we had got the arguing. And it was the day of one of my best friend's wedding. We had it at her house. And so... We got the argument. She was nitpicking, and I just couldn't take it no more. And I am not a disrespectful child, and I'm not, uh, I do not promote you to ever disrespect your parents. But everything that I was thinking that I had held in that was bottled up, it came out. But then in her defense, she just kind of tried to put everything back on me. That's called projection about she felt about herself. And it's just like, if I say you're messy, then she's like, you're messy. And I know you don't even know what that means because I don't even fool with nobody, you know, period. Okay, so it's a secretly mean. But like hours later, the ceremony began and she was like, let's just why can't we just act civil in front of people? Because you know what goes back to my the other point I was making you care what people think about you and how she looks her persona so we got through it but she was nitpicking and I was like oh I am not coming back over here anymore and I love this book by Mia Warren y'all have got to get it by the way the next type of narcissist is the fourth type 
the psychosomatic mother. This is the mother that always got something wrong with her and wants you to feel bad. Oh, my baby, my back, can you come over here? Oh, I'm feeling like this. And the moment you turn your eyes, she's looking up at you in the corner of her eye like, bitch, I see you. I see you. Oh, I'm so hurt. Roll over and look at the look at the grandchild. Like, ha ha. Yeah, that person. This is a type of narcissist who wants to be taken care of and will use aches and pains and illnesses, whether they're real or made up, in order to gain the attention she wants. So my mom, she fought breast cancer, honey. We prayed her through that thing. I know I did. I actually went on a fast. Yeah, I don't even fast. Honey, I might have been fast, but I ain't going to do no fast, but I did for this situation because my mom was fighting for her life. And no matter what she's ever done to me, I still love her. Just now it's just from a distance, but then she was going through it and she beat it. And I was like, God, if you can do that, baby, you can do anything. Don't tell you, let me tell you. But like she's had side effects from it. Knowing that I'm going to school to basically get a medical student, nursing student, I just need to know these pains. What are they? You know, and I'm and I've looked all over, listened to her symptoms, and I and I still to this day cannot come up with a actual diagnosis for her. Even though I'm not allowed to diagnose, I know that. But when it's your mom, you're gonna try to figure out what it is so you can get the help that you need. And I never found it. And it's like, were you using that? I don't know. But that sounds like her too, you know. So then there is the fifth type of narcissist known as the flamboyance. Hey, like the gay people. Hey, shout out to my LGBT. Hey, got to flick the wrist kind of thing. (laughs) I know. So it's known as an extrovert. The extrovert is a person that likes to talk. They like to be out. This mother is the one who has two different sides. Mm, Should have been a Gemini. Shout out to the Geminis, by the way. Similar to the secretly mean mother. However, this mother loves and craves show business, whether she is the one who is out in the front of the crowds or uses her children to live through. Now, my mom, she was slick a stage mom, but she wasn't really because she knew I really wasn't good to have the shit that she signed me up for. My sister was, though. She was the bomb and everything. Hello, hello, ass. I love her. But anyways, um... But this is the one who's out in crowds or uses their children to live through them. Now, I can say that part because, you know, my mom and my sister never had a great relationship. And I realized that it was called through this thing called triangulation. And so you think about it, me, my mom, my sister in a triangle. So triangulation sounds like strangulation, right? And so one person would be the good child and the other the golden child the other one will be the black sheep and when you really realize the patterns the parent was never good with both children at the same time at the equally you know amount of love so it was just like I realized that but when it was me that was a golden child I actually felt like weird and I was like you know I felt bad for my sister but it's like now that my sister's the golden child and I'm the black sheep she's like you should have listened to her and she did it not even validating my feelings so you don't even know the whole story little girl nor are you even trying to listen but this new millennium telling you they got an attitude problem yeah I'm sure y'all know what the fuck I'm talking about But anyways, love them still, just from a distance. But now my sister lives through my mom. Or my mom lives through my sister, I'm sorry. So that means that my mom was a real estate agent. Now my sister is. 
My mom wanted to do taxes. My mom, my sister tried to take over the business. So, you know, I'm sorry, bitch, can't count. I can read, but I have a hard time counting. We have this thing called dyscalculia. We'll talk about that in another episode. Most of y'all probably have it. But um, it's just like everything that she wanted to do. Now, my sister's living through it, and the, and she's enjoying it because she doesn't have me. She doesn't have somebody. But I tell you, I bet my sister is still getting shit right now because now they don't have me to communicate with to actually put shit on. You know, like I have totally nothing black. Yeah, blackball them. Because of my sanity, and I am good. Right now, I need time to heal. Baby, I'll come back from that. But, you know, when you're dealing with the narcissist, you got to understand they lack the empathy, the brain cells. So I still got to forgive her for it. And I am. That's what brings me to opening up these wounds so we can understand. And then from there, understanding comes improvement. So... And also, this parent reminds me of that, that, that mom on that dance show. Dance moms? Oh, definitely narcissists. Okay. So, the sixth type of narcissist, the last one, is known as the emotionally needy. This mother often makes her child attend to her emotional needs more than any narcissistic mother. Remember, all narcissists are emotionally needy. However, most try to hide this part of their personality because, you know what, remember, they don't think it makes them look good out in the outside world. But mothers who are this type of narcissist will often show others that their emotional needs are met. This mother will often use manipulation in order for you to take care of her emotionally, even if it's in a financial way. I've been financially abused. (laughs) Oh, that's a story for another day, but I've been financially abused. And this is, she is. She needs, needs, needs. When you watch the kids, you need money for that, don't you? Like, you can't watch them for free. Oh, well, I need this. Or, the kids may need that. And want it, another thing that just, just broke the camel's back was the fact that my daughter, I said, I'm going to give her one more time. I'm going to give her one more time. I know my kids. They love their grandmother. We might not be on good terms, but I'm I'm going to let them still go over there. And so my ex-husband worked it out because that's how they talk now. And she went over there and I gave my daughter $20 for allowance. And so that's for her to do chores, sweeps. She halfway do stuff. I still got to remind her to do things. But she gets $20 every two weeks and when she went over there to hang out with my mom for the weekend they went to the store honey when I tell you it spoiled my whole appetite at dinner when my daughter told me this I said give me I need a to-go box okay back to the story apologize but not really but you know what I mean um and she says well I went to the store to get some stuff get some snacks and mama said that I can only get five dollars worth of stuff so I'm thinking to myself, oh, she's trying to help her budget because my mom was very frugal. Well, my daughter came out with $14 worth of stuff. And you know what happened? Guess. My mom took everything but $5 worth of stuff and didn't give, me my, didn't give my baby her shit back. When I tell you that, I said, okay, you can steal from me, but don't steal from my baby. Like, it's like, are you trying to intentionally do it? Like, who would steal? 
But that's what narcissists do. They steal. Give me things are getting a little heavy. So let's turn our intentions to dear Kiki. That's a Mr. Gray type shit. So, now I'm not the expert on submission domination, even though I would have liked to be one day. I would say that, I mean, what's done is done. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, even though what's done is done, you still have to have boundaries. Boundaries is what makes her feel comfortable. The boundaries are what make you feel comfortable. And so, I would say... In a situation like that, if I was some submission, dominate, ancient, dominate, but come on, Mr. Gray, where he at anyway? Shout out to the white boys, the cute white boys, the Mr. Gray. Um, but yeah, like I was saying, like you have to gain your woman's trust, your woman's trust. If that's who you plan to be with is important and validating her feelings is important. That's cool. But at the end of the day, if she says she feels insecure, you do what you do to make your woman feel secure, you know, because y'all both agreed to go down that lane. But hey, you know, if you decide to do it again, because that sounds like some freaky shit y'all into, just make sure you set boundaries before. Look, we're going to go in here. We're going to do what we do. We're going to have a little fun and she got to go home because, baby, at the end of the day, it's me and you. We just doing some freaky shit. Thank you, anonymous friend, for calling in. I love you, girl. Thank you. If you want to be a part of the show on the Dear Kiki, just send me a message through uh, com or www.thesexynurschronicles at gmail. All right. So now let's reflect on what we talked about today. We talked about the two categories, the covert and the overt narcissist. We talked about the six types. And also with all of that being said, we're just going through this so we can understand why we are the way we are, why we give the way we give, why we feel the way we feel. And so this is a healing journey. So take your time. I'm not in a rush. You're not in a rush. We're in this together. I got plenty of episodes to go. 
plenty, plenty of material. And so with that being said, I'm happy that you could join me today. So once again, I want to say thank you so much for listening and tuning in and supporting your girl on this journey because these trolls is on the road, but they ain't going to stop my joy. If you want to be a part of the Sexy Nurse Chronicle podcast management team or you have topic suggestions, want to be a part of Q&A, please email me at thesexynursechronicles at gmail.com. You want to be on Dear Kiki? The Sexy Nurse Chronicles at gmail.com. Or you have any questions you would like to donate, read blogs, check out my website, www.thesexynursechronicles.com. You can check me on Instagram, Nurse Two Keys, or Facebook. You know what to put in The Sexy Nurse Chronicles Podcast. I love y'all so much. And until then. Mm-hmm.